Hello and welcome back to the podcast. You know, I'm starting this in my usual happy tone, although the vibes on set here are quite the contrary. We have a little, we're starting this episode with a little beef between the two of us. Mm-hmm. I would say there's shade on this set. I, I That's a true statement. So, you know, Britt and I are supposedly friends, you would think, allegedly. watching this. It's alleged. And we both have birthdays in December really close t- together. Less than a week apart. And so last year, like true good friends would, we celebrated our birthdays together. However, this year, not only are we not celebrating our birthdays together, we won't even be at each other's birthdays. Mm. <laughs> Why do you look at me like this is my doing? It is your doing. So, so this is what happened. Britt decides that she's going to go out of town. Mm-hmm. Just on a little trip. For a week. Mm-hmm. Just a little birthday trip. Leading up to the holidays. Leading up to our birthdays. Correct. But when else are we supposed to celebrate our birthdays? We can't do it over the actual holidays. So the weekend before only makes sense. You won't be here. No, I won't. I will be in Walt Disney World. And you can't silence me into shame. (laughs) I don't want to. That I'm going to be in Disney for my birthday. Brittany, I think we may have discussed this before. If not, it's coming out now. We're just exposing everything. Brittany is a Disney adult. I mean, what? It's fine. What is a Disney adult, really? You know, some looking at her. (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) And so it's fine. It's all fun and games until you go the time that we both would normally celebrate our birthdays. But here's the thing you chose to plan your birthday while I'm out of town. When else am I supposed to plan it? When else am I supposed to go to Disney? Any time of the year. You do go any time of the year. I've never been over the holidays. And so anyways, that's what's going on. And it feels like this is all facade at this point because, you know, if you told me in any world, you know, they're not going to each other's birthdays, I would say, well, then it's all for show. Yeah, we're having we're having drama. We're having beef. It is what it is. And it's just the truth comes out. We actually hate each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what will you be doing with all your besties for your birthday? Oh, so so I am pretty <laughs> proud of this, actually. So I finally did. I started acting like an adult since last episode, mm-hmm. you know, because I was saying I, I didn't buy any Christmas gifts. I just didn't plan a single thing. And I finally started buying Christmas gifts. Proud of you. And thank you. And I also planned my birthday. I can't take credit for the idea because I didn't really know what this was until someone else gave me the idea. But if you also live under a rock like I do, I'm doing a progressive dinner, which basically is where you do each course of the meal in a separate location. Usually people do it at different houses, but we're going to do it at different restaurants. So we're going one place for cocktails, one place for appetizers, one place for the main course, and one place for dessert, which I can't guarantee that I'm going to follow that. I'm probably going to get food every single place. I mean, it's your birthday. You can do as you please. But I am really excited to do it. 
And so, yeah, I finally planned my birthday. And I feel like that's just such a good idea. And we're doing it. We're we're getting a party bus and going because, obviously, if you're going to all those places, like, you don't want to be driving. Yeah. But we did kind of put the twist on it with doing the restaurants. And I think it kind of may complicate things. I guess I'll report back on that. Mm-hmm. Um, Because, yeah, like I said, I feel like it's going to be hard to stay on schedule when you're at restaurants. But we'll see. It'll be fun. Find out. And, and. I, I guess I'll let you know. I guess I'll how let you know how, how my birthday is. It's going to be Disney. It's yeah. going to be good. Yeah, yeah. you're going to be, you know, cruising around Michigan and all the restaurants. And I'm going to be cruising around the world drinking at Epcot. Around the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of hating each other and things, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a transition. Um, A lot of people right now are hating on mattress companies. For putting fiberglass in mattresses, which I have been on this earth for quite some time now, mm-hmm. and I have never known this was a thing until this TikTok went viral. No. I feel like I've been lied to. Of Same. all the things that you could think that go inside a mattress, I'm going to tell you the last thing on my list would be glass. And I'm going <laughs> to tell you one thing. I I love my mattress. I love my bed, but maybe not now. Did we ever think that we would face this adversity via mattress? No, we did not. And and here's the thing. So we we had a lot of questions after we saw this. We're like, is it all mattresses? Is this true? Why do they do this? And we, we have the answers. We have the hard-hitting facts. Via Google. According to Google. <laughs> I love how that always starts that way. According to Google, this material, fiberglass, is common in mattresses, especially memory foam mattresses and mattress covers. The material is known for being very malleable while also being durable, and it's easy for manufacturers to work with. Supposedly, why this started in the U.S. is it's cheap and it's fire protection, and apparently in the U.S., according to federal law, you have to have some kind of material inside of your mattress that prevents it from just going up in flames if it caught on fire okay but this says something so we're more concerned about the mattress getting set on fire than human beings every day yeah being you know consuming and toxic materials like fiberglass well if we really want to get into it i mean everything is toxic true you're not wrong it's very big fact especially and and i do think that this it was saying that this was just the U.S., according to Google. Doesn't surprise which me. Which doesn't surprise me because have you seen all those videos about people saying like, yeah, when I go to other countries and eat and stuff, I feel... You I even lived said, it. I went to yeah. Italy to study abroad. And when I went there, I was just the... I was like appalled in the best way possible. I can't think of a good word for appalled. What would that be? Astonished. Astonished by the food there because I could eat an entire pizza that I ordered, and I'd feel great after. If I had an entire pizza here, you'd feel like crap. I'd feel like crap. I'd feel disgusting, sluggish. But the food there is so fresh. They serve you the portions that are like an actual portion size of your food, not just however much they want to throw into a bowl or in the plate. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, no, life changing. I've seen that so much on TikTok, and just like certain ingredients. I think it's even maybe red 40 or dyes that yeah. 
are not allowed in other countries' food, but like here we allow it so much. It drives me nuts. But anyway, so with this mattress stuff, like we were saying, it's toxic, and literally people can. Yes, if your mattress catches fire, maybe it's not going to go up in flames, but you might be dead before it catches fire because you inhaled the fiberglass that was in it. Um, and so it was giving people the guy that went viral. It was giving him rashes because the literal glass was getting on his skin. It's terrible. And it was all over his room when he showed it. And so somebody said that it's more common if the mattress was cheaper. So if you have a cheaper mattress that has, apparently, if you can unzip it and inside you can actually see the different layers of the mattress, Mm -hmm. do not unzip that thing. Because as soon as you unzip it, bad news, it all comes out. So do not unzip your mattress if you don't have it. And if you want something that you can wash, because a lot of people will try to do that so they can wash it. Yeah. If you want something you can wash, just get a separate cover that goes over it that you can wash. Do not open the mattress. You heard it here first. So don't do that. And I guess, too, this guy was saying, which I I don't have, I did not save the TikTok, so I don't have the name, but I'm sure if you just look up fiberglass mattress on TikTok, it'll come right up. Yeah. Um. He was saying that it costs like tens of thousands of dollars to actually get fiberglass removed from your house if it does end up getting You're out. You're joking. Yeah. You have to have like a special team come and get the fiberglass because it's such small particles. And people are literally inhaling it and getting breathing problems and stuff. So you have to be careful, apparently, with your mattresses, which I never knew existed. And I mean. Now you know. I was going to say, thank gosh for technology. Which leads us to our next big thing that came out this week. So there is a new AI technology that is open to the public that is called ChatGPT. And so what it is, is an AI technology that you can go on and you can ask it to write you things and it will write you things. So for example, you could say, Write me a five-paragraph essay about owning a pet. We did this. Mm-hmm. And it literally wrote the most well-spoken essay, better than I could have done, in seconds. And people are saying that this is game-changing because, obviously, people are using it, you could say, I don't know, for homework? Yeah. To write cover letters for a job application? You can have it literally write you any, negotiate for you. So somebody I saw used it to say, write me a letter to my landlord explaining why I don't owe them the deposit back. And it literally wrote a letter um, to the landlord. And so this thing can, in seconds, have the answers for all this. And I feel like Homework is just not going to be, at least essay homework is not going to be a thing anymore because you can just type it in on this AI robot. I know. And how is the teacher going to be able to tell the difference? Like, is there going to be a way for them to check if, is like, is this going to be a form of plagiarism, like AI plagiarism? How will they know? Who's to say, really? Well, you know what would be interesting is if you type in the same prompt as somebody else, is it giving the same answer? Or, or is if it's it something giving, different? Yeah. That'd be very interesting. I guess we can do some research on that. But I did, I made an account, which it said too that this AI technology 
got a million users in five days. It's unheard of. Which compared to other social medias and platforms, it took months and years for them to reach a million users. This took five days. The downside of it, obviously, is people are saying it's going to replace jobs Mm. because you can literally give it a job and within seconds it will give you a response. And it's terrifying. And the responses are pretty. They're they're very, I mean, you said well-spoken, but when I think of AI, I think of almost like talk to text where it'll make sense but not completely. Like there's going to be something off or something where it's like you raise an eyebrow at it. Like that doesn't sound like a human wrote it. This sounds like one of the smartest humans I've ever met wrote these sentences. Like they are clear, cohe- 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 coherent, cohesive, cohesive, <laughs> and concise. Smarter yeah. than me. Exactly. But that leads me to my concerns of... Is this the beginning of freaking Smart House where the, no. the AI gets feelings? That movie was scary. And wants to be treated equally. Because I heard like a couple months ago, there was some article about somebody from Google, I believe it was, that was going to come out and expose that the AI that they were working with started getting the feelings and wanted to Hot be feelings. treated equally it thought it deserved rights i mean that doesn't surprise me and exactly and when you're talking about an ai technology like this 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 chat gpt is getting all of its information from the internet and what is it going to collect all this stuff about mental health all this stuff about rights all this stuff about and it's gonna think okay well i i don't know if it can think i don't know if that's the right word Mm -hmm. but so anyways i was a little concerned as you should be as we all should be and so what did I do? I asked it. What did it do? Lied. But <laughs> that's allegedly. So I asked it if AI can have feelings. And <clears throat> it said, it is not currently possible for artificial intelligence to have feelings. It did a whole paragraph that was also very that started well thought with out. Currently. I, I'm saying well thought out. Did it think it? I don't know. But it said it. Who's to say? Emotions are a complex physiological, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, psychological phenomenon that a result are interactions between various neural systems in the brain, and AI does not have a brain, according to this thing. I think this could be, you know, the beginning of a smart house situation. And I think it, I think it would be smart enough to tell it, tell us that it doesn't have emotions, so we don't have to worry. (laughs) It seems to know a lot. I'm sure it knows about things like Smart House in every other movie that has told us the same thing over and over. Robots are going to take over and they are not nice when they get mad and feel like they're being <laughs> gypped. We're playing with fire, really. That's, what, that's kind of the way I'm feeling about it. On the other hand, this is just me thinking, but... You know, this could be a good outlet to have them write, you know, maybe breakup texts. I was thinking the same thing. I typically would go to you if I had a tough <laughs> text to write. Now I don't even have to go to you. If I, I ever have to write some kind of text message out, just go to AI. I'm going to do it. I'm going to it. In real time, I'm going to ask do it to it right write now. a breakup text. See what it says. Write me a breakup text. And the speed in which 
this thing generates responses is okay, I said, alarming. Write me a breakup text to my boyfriend. Sorry, Evan. <laughs> oh, my God. Did it come up with something? Yes. Okay, so it says it's still typing, but it's typing the thing out quick. Dear boyfriend, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but I think it's time for us to break up. We've been together for a while now, but I don't mm-hmm. think we're right for each other anymore. I want to be honest with you, and I don't want to keep pretending that everything is okay when it's not. I think it's best for both of us if we go our separate ways. I know this isn't easy to hear, but I hope you can understand where I'm coming from. I care about you, but I don't think we can make this work anymore. I hope you can find happiness and fulfillment without me. Take care of yourself. Your name. Happiness, fulfillment. That was one of the kindest breakup texts I've ever read. (laughs) Not that I've read a lot of them, but... I mean, if I got that, I feel like I would take it well. This is absolutely wild. I kind of want to do another one. Oh my God, no. You know what you should do? Because you know what I think is next after breakup messages? Influencer apologies. Oh my God, this is going to be the next write me an influencer apology. Okay. Yes. Write me an influencer YouTube apology. Do you think it'll know what a YouTube apology is? I mean, it's got to from the internet, right? I mean, maybe. Oh, my God. It's doing it. It's doing it. Stop. Ah, this sounds Stop. like everyone I've ever heard. No way. Okay. Hi, everyone. I just wanted to take a moment to apologize for my recent behavior. I know that I've let a lot of people down, and I'm truly sorry. I've been in the public eye for a while now, and with that comes a certain level of responsibility. I know that I failed to live up to those expectations, and I take full responsibility for my actions. I want to assure you that I'm taking steps to become a better person and to make amends for my mistakes. I'm committed to learning from this experience and doing better in the future. Again, I'm truly sorry for any pain or hurt that I've caused. Thank you for taking the time to hear me out. Sincerely, your name. I mean, if that ain't the blueprint of every apology I've ever seen on YouTube, I don't know what is. But honestly, that was the best one I've ever seen. I mean, yeah. It's impressive. Here here you go, guys. You heard it here first. This AI will write your apologies. (laughs) That is crazy. It's wild. I'm shocked that it knew exactly what that is. And again, it was word for word. And you know, before we sat down, we did ask it to come up with a shady story. It's pretty so good. So I feel like it's only right to start out the shady stories with the AI written shady story. Well, here we go. Samantha and Maria had been friends since they were in kindergarten. They were almost like sisters, sharing their secrets and dreams with each other and supporting each other through good times and bad. They were always there for each other, no matter what. But as they grew older, things began to change. Samantha started becoming more popular and hanging out with the cool kids and spending less time with Maria. Maria felt hurt and betrayed by her best friend's sudden change in behavior. She didn't understand why Samantha was drifting away from her. One day, Maria overheard a group of girls talking about how Samantha had been spreading rumors about her behind her back. Maria was shocked and devastated. She couldn't believe that her best friend would do something like that to her. She felt like she had been stabbed in the back. Feeling hurt and alone, Maria decided to confront Samantha about the rumors. But instead of apologizing, Samantha became defensive and denied that she had done anything wrong. She accused Maria of being jealous and insecure, and she told her that she didn't want to be friends with her anymore. Maria was heartbroken. She had lost her best friend and didn't know what to do. 
so cruel and callous, but the evidence was right in front of her. In the end, Maria decided to move on. She made new friends and started to rebuild her life without Samantha. She learned that sometimes, even the people who care about us the most, or who we care about the most, can betray us, and it's important to be strong and move on. She also learned that true friendship is built on trust and mutual respect, and that those who don't have those qualities are not worth her time or energy. From the AI robot itself. I mean, I feel like this story heavily weighs on emotions, so how can this AI not have emotions? I don't believe it. I don't believe it. But also, I would think, I would say this is our most mature, shady story we've ever <laughs> seen. Who was it? Maria confronted Samantha. Yeah, it never goes that smoothly. <laughs> no, there's always somebody doing something shady. and So I guess that's the one thing we can say about the AI is that it doesn't totally understand the shade. Mm-mm. <laughs> and for that, I would give it a two. <laughs> Dang. Our lowest I scoring shady it, story it's, it's ever. It's a pretty low one. You know, I'll give it credit for trying, mm-hmm. but it missed the, the real component of the it's shade. Mark. So with that, we will return back <laughs> to the actual shady the story. The actual shade, our regular regular scheduled program. Shady story number two. I hope you guys are ready for this one. I still can't believe this happened to me. I don't regret what I did, of course. It was three months before the day my ex-fiance let's call her Molly and I, were supposed to get married. We'd been together for five years, and she was the most beautiful and sweetest person I'd ever met, but that was before this happened. I came home from work early one day, figuring that I'd surprise her and take her out somewhere nice. I didn't see any cars outside of our house, so I didn't suspect anything when I walked in and I heard her in our room with someone else. I barged directly into the room and I caught her in bed with my own dad. After I caught her, I caught all contact with my dad and she moved out of the house to stay with her mom. About a month later, she sent me a text to meet her at her mom's place to talk. I was still hurt, but I agreed because I was still in love with her and wanted things to work out. When I showed up at her house, her mom greeted me at the door and told me that Molly Had to head out real quick, but she'd be back soon, so she invited me in to wait. I didn't think much of this because I always got along with her mom pretty well. While waiting, she asked me how I'd been and what happened. In the middle of our talk, she started touching on me and saying that if I was her man, she would have never treated me like that. At that moment, I was shocked because I had never seen her mom in that type of way before. I don't know what came over me, But suddenly, seeking attraction or revenge, but one thing led to another and we started to have sex right there in the living room couch. Molly walked in and walked in in the middle of it and without any hesitation, she ran out of the house crying and I did not think about chasing her. Wait, and I did think about chasing her after, but decided I might as well finish. Her mom and I did meet up a few more times after that day, and we eventually decided to stop. Molly and I haven't talked since, and I still don't talk to my dad. Maybe someday I'll reach out to her when everyone's emotions calm down, but as of right now, I'm okay with waiting for the right time for that conversation if we ever do. I cannot believe this. I just genuinely 
we talk about the parents thing all the time, but for two parents, two separate parents in the same situation to, to be, make that decision, what, yeah. what, what goes on? I, I can't, this is, this is extreme. It's, it, it's, and for the person writing this story to think that, oh, maybe one day everyone's emotions <laughs> will calm down. Like too many parties are involved at this point. The trust of your parent gone demolished there's no coming back from that at first I thought it was gonna be a setup like Molly wanted this to happen you know what I mean like it was like a trick to happen like I thought it was gonna be like a trick like Molly was seeing if like he would do it too so and she could be like see you were gonna do it too and like catch like you know what I mean like the the mom would be in on it with her that would have been a crazy twist but the fact that it actually wasn't. No. No, that would have been and a less crazy twist. <laughs> yeah. Wild. I give this a 10 out of 10. A 10 out of 10? I was I was going to say like an 8. The parents literally both in both sides and literally lost two parents in this relationship. I stand by my 8. Okay. All right. The last shady story. During most of high school, I was dating a guy that was small-town famous. His dad was a retired rodeo star, and his mom was a very popular high school teacher. My senior year, we had dated for two years, and and it felt like family. That spring break, his mom invited me to go on a girls' weekend with her, my boyfriend's aunt, and my boyfriend's sister. The last night, my boyfriend's sister went off with a friend of hers, leaving the mom, aunt, and me to go have dinner. During dinner, they got plastered, and we went back to the hotel, and they started talking about how my boyfriend was not actually his dad's son. I got all this juicy information about how the mom had an affair with the basketball coach and conceived his baby. I never told my boyfriend what I heard that night. Fast forward, I break up with him that summer to go to college and become a nurse. I went to the same college as the daughter of the basketball coach, and we became friends. I found out she was interested in my ex-boyfriend, her half-brother that she didn't know about. I didn't care that we used to date, but I did find myself in a pickle about whether I should tell that big secret or not. Then they started to officially date. I told his new girlfriend I got an STD from him and she really should not date him. I made up a bunch of evidence and she ended things with him. That was the craziest situation I have been in. I feel like at that point... The parents, one of the parents would have to tell the children, like, I'm sorry, you can't date him. He is your half-brother. What are the odds? Maybe they didn't know yet, though. Maybe it was at the beginning stages of the relationship, so like, they didn't true. tell their parents about it yet. How disturbing Honestly, if it would have gotten like gone farther. This girl is loyal as hell to the girl code because she was not about to tell on the mom. Yeah, she's a hometown hero. That's one way to put it. I'm proud of her. Yeah, that is um, absolutely wild. I hope they didn't do anything physical. Oh, this we can only people. hope. We can only hope. Yeah. So that I'm gonna say is it's pretty high up there for me too. I'm gonna say it's a nine out of ten. I was gonna give it a nine. Yeah. You don't see that every day. Hopefully, <laughs> I really hope not. Um. Yeah. But anyway, so that concludes today's episode and we will see you guys in the next episode. Bye everyone. Bye.